in case you missed it on Newsbreak. The restitution of land was started via an act of 1994. It opened for people to lay claims, those who were from 1913, 19th of June 1913 to 27 April 1994. Those people who were forcibly moved. Restitution closed in 1998. There was an opening in 2014 up to 2016. And you will see just in that two-year period, 160,000 people lodged claims. Now, the Constitutional Court, when some of the CNGOs applied that the public hearings were not as thorough, Constitutional Court gave us extra time. So we were given two years to really, as Parliament, extend public participation. And what is it that you have proposed? I am proposing some few quite important principles which I would wish to uh, highlight. The most fundamental and most important one is to reopen land claims for a period of five years. Then the people must be able to come forward and claim. The other is to make sure that um, all the bottlenecks that had been experienced before with land claims, we try and resolve them this time around. Other mechanism that we are proposing is that um, land claims court be full-time, have full-time judges, and in particular, there be a national land claims register. In other words, there would not be a query about people who came later being uh, served first and the irregularities. In that, all the claims must then be advertised and be logged into the system accordingly. Now, what will the public hearing that you are hosting be all about? We would like to introduce the bill, explain its background and explain its purpose the reopening or not of land claims at all. Then from there, we would then take the contributions from the floor. People always approach it from the point of their experience and and say. Now, when one looks at KZN, where you are going to be spending the next few days, there is a lot of land that has been taken over by the sugar estates during the colonial time. Because if you're looking at areas like Tonga, Ishawe, how does this affect those areas we'd like the people to contribute in terms of that experience to say based on that are they satisfied that there has since been justice done and cross fingers that what the people would be raising would be from the period 1913 so it would be very very interesting for people in um, places like Tongate Shoe and all other places where there's uh, there's uh, there's cane farming uh, but that would still have to go through a proper adjudication to make sure that there is justice for those people. Once the public hearings have been held, how will the process then unfold? Now, if this week we are done with uh, KZN and uh, Eastern Cape, we would then be left with one province, which will be the Western Cape. After next week, what would happen is that you allow, say, two weeks for the legal drafters of parliament and the research arm and uh, the content advisors to now analyze, categorize all the submissions, put them into a legal sense because it's lawmaking this. And then there is a first draft of the um, act following um, the public hearings that is prepared and uninterruptedly. It goes to second phase of drafting and then it is adopted by committee. From there, it then goes to the House. We expect that it will be in the House again in August. By that time, the House has a snap debate and what is called second reading. It means, therefore, that once it's adopted by the National Assembly House, 
is then um, taken to the final stage, which will be the NCOP. And the NCOP consults with provinces once more, and then it goes to the presidency for accession. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.